0: Hello, my friend, and welcome to Wisdom Trek. This is Guthrie Chamberlain, and I'm your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our seven day a week, seven minutes of wisdom podcast. This is day 281 of our trek, and yesterday and today we are hiking the fourth trail of our current trek, which is the Trail of Purpose. The entire 18 trail trek is adapted from a short book called The Principles of Spiritual Growth, written by Miles J. Stanford. This practical information was instrumental in my spiritual growth as a young man, seeking to create and live my legacy. I trust that you'll also find this trek valuable in your own life, regardless of your spiritual background or perspective. Each of the trails that we hike builds on the previous one, so if you miss any of the days of our Wisdom Trek, please go to wisdom-trek.com to listen to them and to read the Daily Journal. We are recording our podcast from our studios at home, too, in Charlotte, North Carolina. We made very good progress on the tax return and other financial information that we needed to accomplish this weekend. Of course, when we're able to complete these types of tasks, it gives us a great sense of accomplishment. We're so thankful that we have the opportunity and ability to do so. We were also able to attend our local church here in Charlotte. With traveling back and forth to Ohio so much, we're only able to attend services once or twice a month. It's always good to worship with our local Christ followers as we have the opportunity. As we start this new work week, it is now time to break camp for today and head out on our second part of the Trail of Purpose. This is the fourth of 18 trails which make up a trek called The Principles of Spiritual Growth. Yesterday on the first part of the Trail of Purpose, we came to understand that regardless of our status or situation on our trek of life, our purpose in life is to reflect and then become more like God's image. This is possible as 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18 tells us, so all of us who have had the veil removed can see and reflect on the glory of the Lord and the Lord who is the Spirit makes us more and more like Him as we are changed into His glorious image. It is one thing to know God's purpose in our lives. It is quite another to know how to integrate that purpose into the very fabric of our lives. One of God's most effective means is through the process of failure. Yes, we all hate failure. Most people, including believers, are simply frantic over the fact that they have failure in their lives. We go to all lengths trying to hide it, ignore it, or rationalize about it. All this time, though, we may very well be resisting the main instrument in the Father's hand for conforming us into the image of His Son. Failure, where self is concerned in our Christian life, is allowed and often engineered by God. His purpose is to train us, to teach us, to turn us completely from ourselves to the source of our life, which is Jesus Christ, who never fails. Instead of dreading failure, we are to rejoice in our hunger and need of our heart. Jesus told us in Matthew 5, verse 6, God blesses those who hunger and thirst for justice, for they will be satisfied. We integrate more and more of God's image as we recognize the fact that our old nature has been crucified with Christ, which we are told about in Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. My old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. By our very nature, we will conform to those things in our life which we focus our attention, interest, admiration, love, and time. In the book, The Great Stone Face, which was written by Nathaniel Hawthorne, he wrote this sentence. Then, too, think of Germany some years ago full of little Hitlers, all because of their fanatical devotion to a second-rate paper hanger. But are we so different in our culture today? We have radio, TV, movies, and the internet that contribute to the rising generation of people, young and old, who try to emulate their entertainment or sports heroes. What about the believer? If we become attracted to this present world, we become increasingly worldly. If we pamper and live for self, we become much more self-centered. On the other hand, when we look to Christ, we become more and more like Him. Think about this. If we are to be like Christ, then God, in His grace, must be the change agent. The sooner that we recognize this, the sooner we will be delivered from the shackles that keep us imprisoned within our self-centered world. In everything, we take on the attributes and habits of what we focus on. We cannot and will not fulfill our purpose in becoming like God's image through our own efforts. We need to throw down every endeavor and say we cannot do it on our own. The more we try, the farther that you'll get from His likeness. God is the only one who holds the keys that unlock those shackles. What should we do then? In Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, Jesus gives us the answer. Then Jesus said, Come to me, all you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Don't try to be like him. Just come to him and look to him. Just be occupied with him. Forget about trying to be like him. Instead of that filling your mind and heart, let him fill it. Just behold him. Look to him through the word. Come to the word for one purpose, and that is to meet the Lord. Not to get your mind crammed full of the information and the things of the sacred word, but come to meet the Lord. Don't necessarily strive for biblical scholarship, but in fellowship with Christ. Observe the Lord. Learn to meditate on God's word, which is Christ. As David wrote in Psalms 145, verse 5, I will meditate on your majestic, glorious splendor and all your wonderful miracles. As we allow God's word to permeate the very fabric of our lives, it will help us to understand Philippians chapter 2 verse 13. For God is working in you, giving you the desires and power to do what pleases Him. And what is His working in you? He is working everything together for one purpose, which is listed in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 11. Yes, we live under constant dangers of death because we serve Christ, so that the life of Jesus will be evident in our dying bodies also so that we can live for Him, Philippians chapter 1, verse 21. For to me, living means living for Christ, and dying is even better. Of course, that is in reference both to physical and dying to ourselves. On our track, The Principles of Spiritual Growth, today we explored the second part of the Trail of Purpose. On these two days, we discovered that God's purpose for our lives is to take on His image through His Son, our Savior Jesus Christ. As we become more like Christ, it will then become clear what particular trails that we need to complete on our check of life to fulfill that purpose. For most of us, it may not be anything out of the ordinary. It will just require that we remain faithful in our everyday task of life. We will have the most positive impact on our world if we continue on steadfastly, with consistency and persistence, doing our best every day for the Lord. Keep in mind that we are to live our legacy today so that we will leave a legacy for generations to come. During the next two days, we will hike on the Trail of Preparation, where we will explore how to prepare for the trek of life that God has for us in the future. Every trail that we hike on will help us to create and live our legacy each day. So encourage your family and friends to join us and then come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. That will finish our podcast for today. And just as you enjoy these daily doses of wisdom, we ask you to help us to grow Wisdom Trek by sharing it with your family and friends through email, Facebook, Twitter, or in person as you meet with them and invite them to come along with us each day. The journal for today's trek can be found at wisdom-trek.com. Thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, I consider you my friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal each day.